Welcome to episode five of the podcast, where I'm going to be sharing with you some of my thoughts around some splitting and shifting that I'm observing in the truth community, or perhaps you call it the awake community or the freedom community, but really those of us who are aware of the things that are going on out there in the world. And some of this I really see as amazing and positive for us, and some of it not so much. So I just want to speak to that. But first, I think it's important to note that when we're talking about being awake, we often mean different things by that term. So in my opinion, there are really two types of awake or awakening. There is the outer and then there is the inner. So the outer is really being aware of the agendas that are at play, how the world is working, being controlled, um, the stuff that's going on outside of us, really. And that's really important. And then there is the inner work, the inner awakening. And that is very different. That's really looking at the truth within ourselves. And I think that we need both in terms of our awareness and also our actions. So yes, taking action out there in the world, but also doing the self-work, the inner work. Um, and our actions that we take are actually driven by our inner world. So that's why it all starts from within. And it's also important to realize that everyone is at a different stage of each of those types of awakening. And wherever they are, that's okay, because we're all on our own path. And it isn't right or wrong. There's no judgment or criticism from my part. It just is what it is. And we are where we are. However, awareness is the first step to change. And that's why I'm sharing what I'm going to be sharing really as an act of love in service to all of you who are on the awakening path. So in 2020, I feel the great awakening, the great unveiling really began, where we saw a lot of people becoming aware of the corruption and the darkness in our world, which to be fair, has always been there. It's just that it came to the surface on a very obvious global scale. And so in 2020 and even 21, myself and many others were going through this process of learning and sharing, especially online, about all of this stuff that we were aware of and becoming aware of. And as a result of that, we were able to connect with others who are like us and also helped each other to learn about the stuff that was going on, which is very important. And so there was a lot of outer awakening happening which was very, very necessary. And then in 2022, it really felt like a strange year for me because I myself was definitely going through another shift. Um, and I noticed that a lot of the um, truthers, so to speak, were becoming more and more stuck in the rabbit hole and engaging in the doom, the gloom, the drama and chaos. Whereas myself and others that I know 
we're starting to move away from focusing on that and turning more inward to our inner awakening and doing the inner work. And so it kind of feels to me like there's been this splitting, almost like a second bifurcation um, within the truth community. So, you know, initially we had the people who were completely asleep and stuck in the matrix, um, separating from the people who were awakening. And we kind of ended up with these very fairly clear two camps of people. But then within the truth community, there seemed to be a couple of different um, trajectories. And so some of us, while we're aware of what's going on out there in the world and we're not ignorant to it, we're also really doing the inner work, you know, healing, raising our consciousness, stepping more into our power, creating the life that we want, and also playing an active role to make a meaningful difference to others. It's really a path of individuation, self-liberation, growth, and evolution. And then there's others who really seem to be getting stuck. And firstly, I'd say that I'm observing many people doing the very things that they criticize in others and want to see less of in the world. So an example of that would be control. So trying to control others, like trying to make them wake up, trying to make them you know, see the light and really trying to make things outside of us change or other people to change in order for us to feel better, which is not only disempowering, it's also hypocritical because we want people to respect our choices, but some of us are unable to actually accept the choices of others who don't want to believe what we believe and want to do something which is different, they want to comply whatever the case may be. And I know I've been there, I've been in the stage of trying to make other people see. And um, so I get it. But it is really control. And we're trying to control what other people do so that we can get the outcome that we want, based on the stories that we tell ourselves about what's going to happen if people don't wake up. Um, there's also a lot of addiction to alternative media, to consuming um, conspiracy content, and also blindly believing what it tells us. And that's actually the same behavior as the sleeping, believing what they're being told by the government, by the media, etc. And also some people are still looking for saviors outside of themselves. So these are just some of the observations that I've made. Um, and I get it, as I said, I've been through this process myself, um, but there seems to be a lot of that happening at the moment. Um, so around this topic, actually, I'm going to be doing a live workshop soon um, in a few weeks time, but it's exclusive for the members of my mailing list. So if you're not already on my mailing list, do jump on. I'll put the link in the show notes if you are interested to learn more about that and also to receive all of my content because I'm not going to be using social media um, after the end of February. So there's some other things that I've been observing, such as um, deep addiction to social media, to the digital world. And I talked about this in my last podcast episode and my uh, free masterclass to help you have a healthier relationship with social media is available so i'll make sure that's in the show notes as well 
where you can access it. Um, there's also a lot of engaging in the doom and the gloom and the drama and chaos and um, outrage, engaging in division, arguing, especially online. There's some people have an obsession with things like controlled opposition, you know, trying to find out who's controlled opposition and who's not. Um, the need to be superior or right over other people I'm observing as well. And a lot of people also have a savior complex or a martyr helper complex. And I know because I'm a recovering people pleaser and I used to want to save everybody and make everything okay for everybody else, even at the expense of my own well-being. And so that one is quite close to my heart and uh, I totally get it. Um, so, you know, none of these things are like bad and wrong. I just think that they're not helpful. They're not serving us. And I think when we're, when we're not in control of ourselves and we're allowing ourselves to be controlled by the very matrix that we say we've escaped, um, it's not the best thing for us. And I think that all of these behaviors are really driven largely by a lack of self-awareness to start with. Um, you know, we just do all of these things very unconsciously. Um, so getting that increased self-awareness of how we are showing up and why we do the things that we do and all of the subconscious stuff is really important because most of us have unhealed trauma we have dysregulated nervous systems and we've also been in the conditions and continue to be in the conditions of stress so things like uncertainty um lack of control those are conditions for for stress and most people feel stressed in those under those conditions and that's why i think the last three years has been you know so stressful for people and it's also driven by our influences so who is in our peer group who do we associate with what content are we following what are we consuming that very much can drive how we feel, how we think, and how we behave. So I just wanted to bring some awareness to that. And just going back to what I said about control, I think a lot of the acting out that we see is really because people feel helpless about stuff that they can't control. Um, so instead of focusing on what they can control and what they can influence, there's I'm kind of observing this need to um, make other people do what we want in order for us to feel okay. Um, and, you know, I see a lot of that happening. And I know I've, I've been in that situation myself until I um, saw the light, so to speak, and started to, um, to address that within, within myself. And, you know, we'll also say things like, it's really important to unite. Um, but whilst I agree that it's very important to unite, it's also important to unite over the right things. So if we're, you know, all united in being angry and um, 
indulging in all the drama and the chaos or we're united in um you know putting out certain energy or united in trying to make other people do things that they don't want to do I don't think that's helpful so I think when we unite it's important to unite in a positive way which is genuinely serving us and um, humanity and also I think you know, it's important that we support each other who are on the awakening path. And I speak about this a lot and I'm going to keep speaking about it because there are millions and millions of us on this awakening path and we need support. You know, it's a difficult journey to be on and going through that journey of inner awakening and really stepping into our full power and authenticity and courage is not easy. And so it's important that we are focusing on our own community and really help helping to support and strengthen that community of people. And I think what I would say about, you know, being a truther or being um, awake, so to speak, it doesn't actually mean that you're highly conscious. Um, we are all human. Human behavior is human behavior, regardless of whether you are aware of what's going on in the world or not. And so this is where the awareness piece comes in, the self-awareness and the inner journey of continually being aware and, you know, doing our inner work and actually making different choices in our day to day habits and behaviors that actually create that change and evolution and the reality is according to me <laughs> that you don't improve your life your circle of influence or the world by just knowing what's going on and shouting about it um, and shouting about it to what's at this stage for most people an echo chamber on social media the way that we create change is really by, by, by becoming more conscious and more whole, connecting more with our true self and shedding the limiting thoughts, beliefs and coping mechanisms that have been created through our conditioning and being able to show up fully and authentically and powerfully from that place. So we cannot change as individuals, we cannot change the whole world, but we can positively influence our little part of the world and that starts with us so i also think that whilst we need to respect where each other are at we can also respectfully challenge each other to really call each other forward and inspire encourage and support each other to grow and evolve and you know this is I think one of the key, for me, one of the key characteristics of a good friend, it's someone who's going to respectfully challenge you and kind of call you out on stuff from a place of love. So it isn't about just sitting by and just watching other people being destructive um, or just not helping people. It's really about doing it from a conscious place and challenging people but respectfully and then accepting 
however they respond or whatever they decide to do as a result of that challenge um, but also leading and role modeling so we, we are being you know being the change and I I actually did a um, tweet recently that I'd like to read to you and it says our energetic state of being and everything we think feel say and do has a knock-on effect if we want to help others become more conscious courageous confident honest authentic kind loving and joyful it makes sense for us to focus on being those things and leading by example so the question is really how am i what example am i setting and what impact do i want to have and i've really experienced this kind of shift from the outer focus to the inner focus over the past three years and I can honestly say that the more self-work I do, the less my inner state and my experience of life is influenced by external circumstances or by what others are or aren't doing. And I really believe that by shifting that focus, I've been able to have a greater positive impact on the people around me than I did have before when I was in kind of, um, <laughs> I guess I'd call it my angry activist mode. Um, but it really has um, made a difference. So I think going forward, as we're in 2023, we're three years in, I really do feel that we have such an amazing opportunity right now. If we can just kind of zoom out and see the bigger picture and understand that everything is energy and it's about a spiritual battle and it's about our consciousness about our awareness and if we can do that then i think we can create such a shift in this world you know if you if you imagine there's millions of us i mean goodness knows how many there are of us but all around the world there's like millions and millions and millions of us who are on this awakening path um, maybe hundreds of millions, or who knows, maybe it's even in the billions now. Um, people that are, you know, aware of what's going on, and they want to create a positive impact in the world. If we are all um, focused on our inner world, and our level of consciousness, and really, as I said in that tweet, being the change, so being the being and behaving in the ways that we want to see more of in the world then collectively even though you know as individuals we only can influence our little circle of the world our little piece of the world collectively when you add everyone together and you add that impact together it's huge and it really it really can shift the entire um you know global consciousness and all of the things that come from that consciousness. Um, so I think that, you know, just being aware that the way we perceive the outer world is very much about what's going on within us. You know, I've said before, there's 8 billion different realities in this world. Everything goes through our internal filtering system and is affected by our level of consciousness and all of the conditioning and all of the other things that I've talked about 
So we really have the power to actually create some change in, you know, in that, in that respect. And everything within us is being unveiled. So the great apocalypse, the great unveiling, which is what apocalypse really means. Yes, we've unveiled the things that are going on out there in the world, but also everything within us as a society, as individuals, everything is coming up <laughs> and it's really uncomfortable, I know, but it's an opportunity. I like to see everything like this as an opportunity for us to actually look at the truth within us and to, um, to address the things within us which, um, which can help us not only to have a better experience of life and to create the life that we want, but that naturally has a positive knock-on effect on everybody around us. And collectively, it has an impact. So I feel it's important that we do what we can within our realm of control, which is our inner world, and our actions, which emanate from that inner world, and the influence we can have within our own little circles, but to surrender to everything else and to have a deeper faith and trust. So I now trust myself to be able to navigate whatever comes my way, step by step, whatever happens, no matter how terrible it may be. And let's remember when we create stories and projections in our head of what we think is going to happen it is just a story um but to try and control the things that we can't control rather than surrendering to them and just accepting what will be will be um it's a recipe for continued stress or feelings of distress and so I think this is really key, um, is to really focus on what we actually can control and how are we showing up. It isn't just, just what we do, it's how are we doing it. Um, so that's just something for self-reflection. And it's something that I think about, you know, on a, on a regular basis, like how am I actually showing up in what way? Am I doing the things that I'm that I'm doing? And I really think that the more conscious we are, the more we will not only survive, but also thrive. And unfortunately, I feel that the people who are not doing <clears throat> the inner work are going to suffer more over the coming years. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have a little frog in my throat today. Um, so you know, whatever we want to call ourselves, you know, the, the truthers, the awake, whatever, I really just see that there are two, um, I guess, teams, if you want to call it that, teams of people on this planet at the moment. There are those who are on the awakening path, pro-human, pro-freedom, and there are those who aren't. They're asleep, they're stuck in the system, they're, you know, they're not interested. Um, those are kind of the two teams. And of course, you know, people in the sleeping team can, 
can awaken and move on to the other team. But there are two kind of key groups of people, I think, in this world. And I just want to read to you another tweet that I wrote, which says, there's only two teams of people at this point, those who are awakening and here to meaningfully serve humanity and those who aren't. On team awakening, we all play different roles depending on our soul's purpose. It matters not what role we play as long as we are playing full out. And I think this is important because once I was in a situation where this is kind of going back to 2020, 21, where I thought that everybody should be speaking out, everybody should be doing X, Y, and Z, because that was what I thought. And that was what I was doing. But what I realized over time is that it really is like a sports team. There are different players fulfilling different roles and all of those people working together actually are what creates the team and what can um, create winning and so um, you know there are some who really feel that activism is their is their path and that's great and there are others who are helping people to heal and there are others who are at a stage where they're really needing to go within and work on themselves, um, for example. And there's many other variations of this, but I think it's important to um, not be um, stuck in the thinking that everybody has to be out there doing you know, certain things or doing things a certain way. I think what matters most is that we are meaningfully serving ourselves and humanity um, and that we're really playing full out and it's been my observation within this you know pro-human awakening community that the majority of people are not playing full out they're not fully in their power they're not um, kind of operating in their full potential and so regardless of what you see your purpose to be or the role that you're playing, I'd like to share um, four questions with you just to help you reflect on how you're being and how you're showing up. And I hope that they're helpful for you uh, because they've been helpful for me and for people that I have um, worked with. So the first question is, what are you doing these days with your time and energy to serve both yourself and your circle of influence? And is it the most effective use of your time and energy? So that's just something to reflect on. And you can just journal the responses um, to this if you want to. I always find that writing things down seems to be more impactful, um, but obviously whatever works for you. The second question, and this is the really, really important one, is, is it your heart and soul that is guiding you to do the things that you're doing? Or is it coming more from ego, fears, or trauma-driven coping mechanisms? And this is a very important question because often what we want or what we're trying to achieve or how we're behaving is not driven by you know, the heart and soul. And I found personally that 
the way I can tell if it's my heart and soul is it, it it just feels right like it just there is a there is a calmness to it it's power like it's a feet it's a powerful feeling but it's very calm um it isn't um i don't feel like highly activated and um and uh i guess yeah i guess activated is 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 the right word and often when we feel that way, if it's something that we feel very kind of reactive about or we feel very um, uh, maybe kind of anxious or, or jittery about, it's usually ego fear and um, trauma based. So that's just an important question because I think particularly, you know, this this need to make others wake up and this need to um make things be a certain way and that kind of sense of urgency and we're doomed and you know it's hopeless which i know some people are are currently in um that is not the heart and soul um speaking that is normally ego fear and trauma and so that's just a really interesting thing to explore within yourself. And the other question is, are you embodying the qualities that you want to see more of in the world? Something to think about. And the last question is, are you playing full out? Are you fully show up, showing up in life? And if not, in what ways are you being held back? So... Those are the questions. I hope they're helpful. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I will speak to you again um, at this time next week.